podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Seventeen below the belt. Welcome back. It's been another few weeks again, hasn't it? We've let it. We let it drag on, didn't we? It's people, man. It's people. It we need it more is. people. They, <laughs> they say that eighty uh, percent of your problems come on two legs. Really? It's a management thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds wank. Yeah, it's something <laughs> work. This is uh, a two-man pod tonight, uh, partly because of the people issue. Uh, two look, bastards. People are busy, man. People have got stuff to do. Yeah, but, it's Easter uh, man. People, they you know, trying to. Crowbar people out of the house eating too many eggs and shit, you know. That's true. I ate, I ate too much non-dairy chocolate. I spent Sunday on the couch, sick as a dog. Is that because of the disgusting animal carcasses that you eat and you meat Partially, yeah, partially. It was. I don't want to blame Chicken Town in Tottenham for that, no. but um, it was partially them, but it was partially the lager, which is so that libelous. No, because I'm not blaming them. Really. <laughs> it wasn't their fault. It was shit. The this way. is a boxing podcast yeah. uh, in conjunction with boxing. <laughs> Nancy, by the way. Uh, so we'll, we'll remove the illnesses. But yeah, so we'll um, uh, we'll be back in the next couple of weeks again. Normal service should resume shortly. So um, we've got a few things to talk about from the last few weeks. And then we are going to spend the second half of the pod talking about uh, Andy Joshua against Vladimir Kitsch- uh, Klitschko coming up. Uh, at Wembley, ninety thousand. Have we seen the Carl Froch little skit it. that he I did? I haven't. I it haven't. was uh, annoyingly, annoyingly, yeah. he was quite good. Yeah, he was quite good. But um, basically, he's going up to a ticket. For those who haven't seen it, he's going up to the ticket office guy at Wembley, saying, "Oh, can I have two tickets for Joshua Klitschko, please?" And he's saying, "No, oh, all sold out." And he's going. Like eighty thousand all sold out. Wow, that's you know that's incredible. <laughs> and I go, no, it was actually ninety thousand. And he's going, huh? Ninety thousand. He goes, oh, okay, all right. And then he walks out and shortly comes back. He goes, Are you sure, ninety thousand? <laughs> Definitely ninety thousand. He was very good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're going to spend the second half of the pod talking about that. We'll go to that in a bit more in depth because it's um, yeah, he had described it this week as the uh, as the biggest fight in in British boxing history and. He actually, technically, he's probably right, but we'll get to that. I can see your seed already, Council. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, so let's start uh, at the most recent side of things, which I think is always easier, and that with boxing, a lot happens, people forget quickly. So, yeah. weekend just gone, we had um, Liam Smith versus Liam Williams on Box Nation's first first BT, BT show. Yeah, yeah. It was the first their first show on BT. Yeah, no, I thought uh, in terms of production values, it looked like any any Sky show that you would really watch. good, yeah. really good. You know, wicked to have it on HD, you know, commentary was good. It was a bit disappointing that they kind of fucked off Barry Jones. Yeah, what was that about? Do we know anything about that? I, I've, no, I don't. I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't heard anything on the grapevine. But I think maybe they... Uh, who's his place? Oh, my God. Richard Woodall. Yeah. Richard Woodall's more known, isn't he? He does the Olympics. He does uh, He does a lot of the Channel 5 stuff. And they had... Um, what's the chap's chap? Yes. Chap, the, 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 the Olympic... Uh, in the amateur stuff, boxing. Yeah, he always, does, he always works with Richie Woodhall, doesn't he? Yeah. He always does the he does the basketball as well on uh, the Olympic 
basketball and stuff as well. So I think they probably just wanted people that were more known to the general public. Mm -hmm. And Barry Jones has been very much a Box Nation man since day dot. Even as a boxer, he wasn't really a household name. So they've probably just gone for more people that are known. Um, it's a real shame though, isn't it? Because Barry Jones, I think, is actually very good. Yeah. And I think he he does he, he delivers his commentary in a way that is um, that can be sometimes a little bit uh, not biased. That's not the right word. Yeah. Partisan, but it's not blatant. Yeah, no, exactly. I remember the only time it annoyed me a little bit was a Billy Joe Saunders uh, Chris Eubank fight. Right. And I tweeted. I remember because it comes up on the Time Hop app, and mm. I remember it, he kept referring to Billy Joe Saunders as Billy Joe. Kept right. saying Billy Joe should do this, Billy Joe should do that. And for me, it was a little too familiar. Okay, uh, that's the only time I remember him being biased. But they are, they are, they do slightly favour the Frank Warren fighters. But yeah, but what's Frank expect? Warren's channel? Yeah. So. But the production, you're right. The production of it was was yeah. was great. Um, and the card was meh. So, but so. yeah, okay. Jack Cattrall and Martin Geffen, I thought was going to be a better fight than yeah. it than it was. Uh, my two pence on that very quickly was when Martin Geffen turns up. He can be a real handful yeah. um, at that level. Yeah. Um, he's... Because he beat Wayne Hibbert, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and in a fight that really... I expected Hibbert to win. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I and I think, you know, and you look at... You know, there's there's almost... When I first started going to shows, my first move to London, and it was people like um, Tyler Goodjohn, John Wayne Hibbert, Ricky Boylan for his, for his, for his part, that type of thing. They kind of... You know, there was always good fights with those guys, and, and Martin Geffen. I've seen Martin Geffen upset a couple of a couple of, of people, but um, people didn't expect him to. Um, but it was a real, it's a real shame because he just he does have these nights where he turns up where he just looks like he's not bothered, and that's what it looked like, didn't it? What yeah. did you think of Jack Cattrall though? Because I mean, a lot of talk about Jack Cattrall. It was quite one-sided fight, wasn't it? So there's not a lot you can say about it really. It was clinical. He looked like he hurt Geffen a lot, and he seems to hurt him every time he landed. He has great variety. I really like him. He's kind of, he kind of gone backwards a bit, hasn't he? Uh, there was a point it was like, okay, this guy's gonna win the British title soon. When Willie Lemon had it, I thought, okay, he's gonna fight Willie Lemon soon, he's gonna win the British title. And then maybe it was the Tyro Nurse factor. Maybe he looked at Tyro Nurse with the title mm. and thought, fuck that, mm. because he's. Just, I think that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> I think I think that's exactly. I think he's just going right. Let's take a step back here. Let's kind of maybe go for a European. Let's kind of try to maneuver our way to a different road. I think he's just looked at Tyro Nurse and thought, sod that too awkward it's Tyrannos is the classic who needs him mm. he's the who needs him fighter um, he's probably the best in, the, actually the division in, in this country 140 is mm. really solid isn't yeah. it you've got O'Hara Davies Robbie Davies Jr yeah. Jack Catterall Tyrone Nurse I know I'm missing one mm. I know there's another one that I'm missing it's such a strong division at the minute but Catterall to go back to Catterall I really like him I, I really think he can start to go places soon yeah um, so that was it. Was that was probably the highlight? Yeah, yeah I mean, Flanagan Nick, fight was. Really I got to be honest, I didn't see the Flanagan fight because oh. I had to. I had to go and bathe the the child. But, yeah, um, I was half. I was watching it, and it was uh, well. <laughs> two thirds of the crowd left after the Liam Williams Liam Smith fight. Yeah, uh, my stepbrother was there. He was there at the fight, and uh, he said most people tend left after that fight. Strange. What, you know. I think Liam Williams took a lot of fans. Yeah, I think he took a lot of fans. And once that fight, was no, I don't mean. Str- yeah, I don't mean strange that people left. I just mean, you know, with the type of fight that Smith Williams was and the way it was bigged up, sh- yeah. strange that that just wasn't. They didn't just put that on last. And yeah, I thought that would be on last, but I suppose because it was in Manchester and yeah. and the Flanagan fight was the legit world title, if you like, whereas mm. the other one was the interim title. Yeah, they've obviously 
decided yeah, yeah, yeah. to put that one last. That it was much of a muchness fight. Pe- Petrol's a decent fighter, but Flanagan won pretty much every round. It was hard to give too many rounds to Petrov. It was okay. it was quite dull. It didn't help. The, you know, obviously the atmosphere was dead as well. Well, let's let's stay on Flanagan for a, for yeah. a part because look, he's a, he's a world champion. Yeah, you know, we've just, we've just seen Linares, you know. Rob Anthony Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> it was a disgrace. Yeah. That's a disgraceful decision. Absolute jobbed. The knockdown was clearly a slip. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, look, you've got Linares, Mickey, uh, Mikey Garcia. You know, what what's, what what does Flanagan need? I know we've talked about it a thousand times. I know Flav's talked about it before, you know, in terms of how do you sell someone like Flanagan now? Flanagan, Flanagan's got to travel. Yeah, I mean, what what would you if you were advising him now? His Travel. next fight, where where would where would you go? Not a dream fight, but something that you think is gettable and that can take is the next step profile wise. I, I think uh, Linares, Mikey Garcia is no, it's not a certainty mm. because uh, Linares is with Oscar De La Hoya, uh, Mikey Garcia is with Al Heyman. Mm-hmm. They've been in court not long ago, suing the fuck out of each other. Yeah, they're not best friends. That fight's not happening anytime soon. It'd be great. It's mm. it's the number one and two in the division. I'd love to see it, but it's not the easiest fight to make. And neither of them have to fight the other really, because no. um, Garcia's got the WBC, Leonardo's got the WBA in the ring. Neither of them need each other. Mm. Um, I think what Flanagan has to do is Flanagan's got to impose himself, be public, be out there. Uh, Maybe plonk himself ringside at um, the next Robert Easter Rob, Robert Easter Junior fight. Uh, he's got the. Do you think? Do you think he has to travel really to get into it? See, I, oh. I don't. I think, uh, I think what he needs now. Forget forget the strap. Yeah. What what he needs now is he, is he needs he needs yes he needs um, a domestic dust up. Yeah. Something that can win over some hearts in this country in yeah. terms of yeah. in terms of because he can't speak. Yeah, he's not the yeah, best speaker, yeah, 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 yeah. not the most charismatic. Yeah. So let's do what Carl Froch did and win over people with 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 your ability or I would say ability to get into a into a fight. So but a crawler or a, even a Luke Campbell. You know what did Carl Froch do first? Yeah, no, I'm not comparing to Froch, but what I'm but saying he went is, to America, didn't he? He yeah. didn't he didn't he was he what he he was kind of I always described Froch as like a middle guy. Yeah. He was like uh, I did a I did a, a blog one of my first first articles years ago and I compared him to this middle of the road rock star guy I can't remember his name forgotten. Oh I write blogs. Clarence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was like and he ended up travelling and he went to America and that was how he made his name because he fought top guys and that's what for me that's what Flanagan's got to do. I don't see the the qualifying happening because then you're needing Frank Warren any hand to get in a room. Yeah, but we've seen we've seen bits of that start to happen. You know, seen Eggington and um, and uh, Skeet Skeet that was mandated. Yeah, but there is there there's been other bits and pieces that that, that they've yeah. done together and I think um, I think that with with the introduction of BT, I think yeah. that thing will start to fall because Hopefully. because the competition has to step up. Yeah. Uh, I think. Um, I think the domestic side of him for Flanagan is is is, is the way to go. I think uh, boxing when Froch did that, boxing was in a very different place mm. to where it is now, particularly in this country. True. And I think um, I think that could be done. Um, Nicola Adams made her pro debut. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't amazing. No, she wasn't but amazing. N- nerves. Yeah, nerves. She's she's. I don't want to say old. She's about my age, mm. but she's. You know, on the other side of thirty, it's late to start as a pro, especially at such a low weight. 
it's going to be tough for her. Her style is very, very amateur as well. Yeah. It's very much stick and move, stick and move. So she's going to take a little. She's going to take that little bit longer to adapt to the pros than like Katie Taylor has. Not particularly crowd friendly, perhaps. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. She's going to have to try and win people over with her personality. She comes across as such a bubbly, yeah. happy, happy girl. So I think if she can, if she can uh, win people over that way, and they can market her right. Um, I think, yeah, absolutely. She can still she can still achieve anything she wants to in the pro game. Yeah, it's yeah. Again, I didn't. Um, that was part of the fact I didn't see. I didn't see any photos, but I did see that uh, it wasn't overly impressive. I think you know, with when you've got people like Katie Taylor, got it right. Didn't say Katie Hopkins. That's yeah. that good. Um, who is very particularly fan friendly in terms of in terms of action. And obviously, she's got a huge machine behind. I mean, she's gonna she's on the undercard at the at Wembley now yeah. as well. I think it was yeah. said yesterday. So. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how those, how how both of them progress now at a relatively similar time, almost like the flagship for BT mm. and the flagship for Sky. I think uh, it's gonna be interesting to see to see how that goes. And then there was the announcement Natasha Jonas's turn yeah. pro as well, and she's some a good win, is she? But she trained, uh, I think so, yeah, and training with um, with Joe Gallagher. With Joe Gallagher, so that's gonna be really interesting too. Like, I think they're gonna try and build towards a Jonas Taylor fight. Yeah, which that's what you could, say, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Jonas has already mentioned Taylor once mm. already. Not anything too derogatory, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's no need to you know take the earrings out and have a row in the street. But yeah. it's um, it looks like that's a long term plan. Yeah. All right, well, let's get on to um, to to Smith and, and Williams. Yeah. So uh, it was stopped. Um, I didn't finish. It was stopped. Pulled him out. Gary yeah. Lockett pulled um, five points. Is that what you got in the fantasy league? Five points, top of the league. Does that count? Life. Does it count? But do you know what I did? Because I knew. So what did you say? You said that. What, I said knock him out. Mm. I, Does you know that what count? I did. Do you know what I did? I went on the British board website and checked the official result. Oh, okay. TK09 can suck your mum. Right, okay, fine. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I'm not top of the league anymore anyway because I fucked up the Ricky Burns fight at the weekend. Also, oh, I'm, whilst I'm, I'm back to a second or third, surely, by now. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, anyway, yeah. less indulgent in that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Gary Lockett pulled out um, uh, Liam Williams in the, was it the ninth round? Yes. Ninth round. Yes. End of the Right season. decision? <sighs> um, he was cut, he couldn't <laughs> see. I think it was all a bit of a clusterfuck for, for a lack of a lack of a better term, really. Mm-hmm. The, I think the first thing that happened was there was clearly a clash of heads more than one clash of heads. The first thing that happened, the referee didn't notice it. Mm. He didn't seem to notice it. Terry O'Connor was the referee. He didn't notice it at all. Uh, he just kind of just let it continue. Normally a referee, more so in America, they'll say, they'll spot it, they'll stop, they'll go right. clash, headbutt, and they'll tell the timekeeper, tell the judges, clash, headbutt. Okay. And then they'll carry on. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that. He didn't even seem to notice the cut at all. Then the round ended. They've got into the corner. The doctor was there looking, Lockett's looking at it, he's like, no. and he's fucked, he's fucked. And mm-hmm. he's gone, ref, he can't continue that, look at this, look at I think this. William says, I can't see as he well. He goes, I can't see, I can't see. And so he goes, you've got to, you've got to stop this. And I think, I think Gary Lockett may have panicked mm-hmm. and just stopped the fight. Um, which, in the circumstances, yeah, yeah. Can, you can't blame him for everything that's happened. The problem really here recently. is that Terry O'Connor didn't notice the cut. Yeah. He didn't spot the headbutt, he didn't notice the cut, therefore he can't rule it a headbutt, therefore... He can't say it's an accidental, therefore it can't go to cards. Mm. So because he didn't spot it, everything else after that just kind of went badly after that. Um, How did you have it I at the time? I thought Williams was winning comfortably. Probably about 
six rounds to three, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I thought you were going to buy about three rounds, something like that. I think I agree with you. Yeah. I think um, I think you're right. I think Gary Lockett didn't panic. Panic yeah. might not be the right word, but I think he was. Um, he was left with no choice. Wasn't very he? apprehensive mm-hmm. about about what the situation was going to turn into, even in one in, in the next round. I think Smith was coming on. Yeah. Um, he had the momentum. Yeah. I think he uh, Williams really looked like he was struggling that um, that last round. Obviously, partly probably because of the cut. I'm sure. I felt a big a lot because of the cut. Yeah, but I also think uh, Smith started landing landed two body shots yes. quite early in that yeah, round. Yeah. Um, slowed him down a lot. Yeah. Footwork suddenly started to appear from Leon Smith in, um, yeah. at the end of the seventh. Yeah. Um, and I and I thought he was thought he was coming on strong. I thought it was a, it was a real shame that the, the fight ended like that. Two things that that got to me. One was Joe Gallagher muscle posing on on the side of the ring. I know you know uh, the microphones picked up um, during the rounds um, during the fifth round. Um, uh, Gallagher saying to Smith, uh, telling him what the cards were, yeah. what he, what the TV had as the card, and you know, look, you you know that they yeah. don't want you to win this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Frank's since done a, an interview with with Coogan yeah. and IFL saying, you know, saying, oh, he doesn't, he's saying that Box Nation didn't want him to win. It's actually ridiculous. He makes it all about him. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gallagher's response to that has been, well, no, I'm, you know, I'm using it as a general term. I know yeah. what I've got to do to motivate yeah, you, yeah. Smith. It's Alex saw, Ferguson, isn't it? Yeah, and he's you saw, Manchester, and you saw him come out at the sixth and seventh round, snarling and wanting yeah, yeah, and wanting yeah, yeah. to do stuff, but. It did get to me, but at, at the bit after with Gallagher on the side, must have praised, and obviously I'm just like that, that. That doesn't need to happen because you then hear Liam Williams post-fight interview and utter class, gentlemanly, nothing but praise, no moaning, not not even bring up any type of excuse. Yeah. He was he was ter- terrific. I thought a real yeah. credit to the to the sport. Took um, the words out of my mouth. Yeah, um, and and I thought Smith Smith was fine. You know, Smith had to defend himself. I think a little bit. I think he felt. Yeah. Um, that he had to kind of go out there and defend himself for a performance that was that was slow. We've seen Liam Smith start slow before, mm. but do you think he was really say that if that cut had not come along? Um, yeah, I probably would have thought Williams would have got the decision. I think he probably would have done. He'd put probably put enough rounds in the bank. That's what I, I mean, think yeah. he, you know, I think he probably would have got the decision. He probably would have finished the fight. But I think the cut was a big thing. It was a big thing in the fight. It was a nasty cut. But Smith's wasn't. Smith's was not. No, that was that was a bad cut too. That was a bad cut too. And the heads were in. Mm. They were in a lot. And so they you know, were. Smith was moaning about that a lot. When then Smith yeah. and Gallagher were moaning about that. But Williams. Go leaning in with the head and, yeah. and the shoulders. I thought they both were. I thought they. Yeah, both I thought so. I didn't think. It I was... think it was. Uh, you know, you know, again, I thought Smith displayed that little chip he's got on his shoulder. But I think, I think, like you said before, I think Gallagher kind of encourages that that siege mentality, that Alex Ferguson kind yeah. of school of thought of everyone's against us. We've got to do everything we can to win, and it works. And it works. And Gallagher's, you know, he's a successful trainer. So. Absolutely, and and I think um, I can't remember where I heard it, but I think. Thing with Gallagher, I think, and you know, with getting trainer of the year that year, which which drew a lot of criticism from from some camps, um, and and he does take a fair amount of stick. Oh yeah. Um, which I'm I'm sure some of it's warranted, and some of it is always way. Of, I mean, I have seen some stuff, but it's just way of, you know, wishing cancer on his oh. family and stuff. He was just mental, but you know, really things are they'll never be the same with McQuiggan. You know, Shane McQuiggan's had a couple of losses now, and, yeah. and that type of stuff. This never is. They're never, these trainers are never as bad as they're being made out when things are bad, and they're never as good as yeah. as as things are being made out as brilliant they are when no. things are going well. You know, so 
Um, fair play to, to Gallagher. He knows how to, to motivate his, his, his fighters, and that's the way he chose to do it that night. And also fair play to Gary Lockett, because, he, again, he was very honest in the post-fight interview, saying, I, I, I won't let my fighter carry on no. like that. Especially after having with Nick Blackwell on that, because he was really badly cut as well in the Eubank fight. So he's got to do what's best for his fighter. He's looked at that, and he's thought, no, I can't let him continue. And I think, make it think he made in the circumstances where the referee, again, has not spotted the cut. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was left with no choice, I think. I think so just to explain it for people that don't, maybe don't know the nuances and um, yeah. maybe new, new, relatively new fans to, to the sport, just explain in terms of clash of heads mm-hmm. and, and when it happens in the fight, what, what happens. Okay, so it depends on how it happens. Yeah. So there was a lot of uh, there was a, a lot of debate online about it should have gone to the cards, it should have gone to the cards. Right. It, uh, it's only going to go to the cards if Terry O'Connor acknowledges the cut, knows that it's from a headbutt. Acknowledges the cut right there and then, or in between rounds? You'll go over and say that was a clash of... Yeah, okay. either or. Either okay, or. Fine. In America, they tend to do it during the fight. They yes, that's the round. my point. Yeah, they, They'll tend to go... They'll start, they'll go cool time, and they'll go headbutt. They'll go cut, headbutt. And yeah. they'll tell the judges okay. straight away. Don't really do that over here, but they'll kind of acknowledge it in between rounds. Mm-hmm. Whatever works for you. Yeah. Um, so it depends. But because Terry O'Connor didn't notice it... Um, it kind of meant that it's a cut, but we don't know how, so it's a TKO. Okay. But yeah, sorry, where we would go anyway. It, if what it's a happens, punch, yeah. What happens it, when is about round time? So if okay. it's before the um, fourth, round. fourth round. So yeah, if it's before the fourth round, it's a technical draw. Right. If it's after the fourth round, it's uh, it's a technical decision. Mm-hmm. So it goes to the cards okay, and they score fine. every round. Okay. Before then, if it's a punch, then it's a TKO. Yes. If it's ruled as being landed, caused by a punch, then it's a TKO victory, regardless of what round. Okay, so that's 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 clear. That's just something I want to make yeah. make clear because I think, like you say, even even between people um, you know, no, yeah. involved, we're still arguing and stuff. So. It was yeah, it was very like I said, there was a lot of debate online. Oh, I should have gone to the cards. No, because he didn't acknowledge the. He has to acknowledge what caused the cut, and he didn't. Yeah. He didn't acknowledge it. I was a little bit annoyed, a little bit annoyed with Terry O'Connor because he just didn't seem bothered. He didn't really seem interested. Uh, it seemed to me, and I'm sure this isn't the case because of the experience, but it seemed to me like he was just enjoying watching watching the yeah, fight actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure that isn't the case. It just seemed like after the after he made the decision, he waved it off. He was just like whatever. Um, but yeah, okay. So let's let's clarify a couple of things. So that was for an interim um, title, yeah. And on the assumption that Canelo is going to vacate yes. um, his WBO, um, yeah, uh, belt. Yes. So. That will make, uh, well, it would have made Smith, um, we haven't talked about the fact that Smith missed weight, um, so it would have made Smith the interim champion. So let's talk about that. The fact that he isn't, he isn't is because he missed weight yeah. two pounds over. Now, the controversy that came before the fight when he weighed in two pounds, it was two pounds over, wasn't yes. it? Yes. So two pounds over, he was then told that he had an hour yes. to lose that, that two pounds. Yes. He, they then went off and said, do you know what, I don't think I can... Do it in weighed himself again uh, quite soon after. Said, Do you know, what? I don't think I can get this off two pounds, forget it. Yeah, um, and then was told with 20 minutes to go, or Joe Gallagher was told with 20 minutes to go, actually, you should have been told. I think uh, Robert Smith was in, in the process of uh, having a pop at someone from the WBO saying, You should, you told him it's one hour, you should have told him it was two. Yeah, told Joe Gallagher, Joe Gallagher calls Leo Smith and says, You've got two hours, you want to do it, it's just too late, I've had my drinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. so that's that's a shame. Yeah. Look, it's their fault that they miss weight. That's unacceptable. And yeah. I think Liam came out and said, you know, explained. I say explained, but yeah. gave his reasons. He, he said 
I think he was fairly honest, wasn't he? He fucked away. I think that's pretty much what he said. I got it wrong, kind of thing. And he didn't offer too many excuses. He just kind of accepted it for what it was. Yeah, yeah I think it may be a confusion between the British board, the British rules, and the WBO rules. He thought it was an hour. Because two hours to two pounds, he'd have been. He'd have done it. Well, he'd have been fine. Have yeah. a little skip and whatever, and it yeah. probably would have been all right. And the, the way was early enough that it wouldn't have been detrimental to him, and we would have had a fight on in it. Would have been good for him because yeah. he'd have got another world title, another British world champion. You know, once Canelo vacates, which he will. Yeah, but the fact is, he he, he missed the weight, and for whatever happened, he's he's, he's now not an interim yeah. title holder. So, to clarify that thing, so we need now. I believe that that the the, the rematch, for example, that nothing really changes now in terms yeah. of that vacant that vacant that belt. vacant will, will stay vacant. I probably they'll probably leave it just. Um, I imagine that they'll leave it dormant for a while. They'll let Canelo Chavez happen. Yeah. They'll let Canelo vacate. They'll then they'll probably sanction a fight for it. I think Liam Smith will probably on the outs with the WBO, mm. even though he's coming off a win and he's won the fight. He's fucked weight yeah. for a championship fight, and they're not going to be happy with that. But then also the relationship that that Frank has with the WBO he does have a very. If, if anyone's going to swing it, it's probably him. Isn't yeah. It? I think if yeah he's been champion before I think if he and plus he's got that thing in his pocket well you guys told me I had two hours yes, I probably exactly. could have made it so he's got that in his pocket so hopefully he can get another fight I don't know if the Liam Williams rematch happens anytime soon just because that cut's really bad yeah that's six months that's a six month cut for me you reckon yeah I think that that's bad I think mm. that's a six month cut I reckon I think he's going to be a, it was right along the top yeah they could do a 12 week count well, it was yeah. a dirty he's got spa and everything yeah. I I what, 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 what and that's that? a real shame because I'd really like to see that again because I think Liam Williams is is vastly underrated. You know, I'm not saying that he's he absolutely deserves a rematch. Yeah, but he's I'm not saying he's necessarily world 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 level, but I think he's underrated to, to what he is. I think he's been left frustrated a little very similar to Liam Walsh. I think in terms of frustrations that he's had in terms of careers, not in the same path obviously, mm-hmm. but um, but with things that have, that have come up at, at, at terrible times. Yeah, um, and. I think he can beat Liam Smith, and I'm a big fan of Liam Smith. I've said yeah, on the yeah, before. Yeah. I think he, I think he is the most talented of the brothers, um, and it's it's a shame. But okay, let's say that that doesn't happen. Mm. What what do you, so who would Liam Smith fight then if he was in there? I don't, I'm not sure who else. It could be anyone with a WBO. Yeah, it could it could just be someone random, and I could see that happening. Really, I could see Liam Liam Smith getting getting himself a random for the for the WBO vacant vacant title. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, I was going to say we could have a quick look through the rankings, but it, it almost means nothing, doesn't it? Because I think yeah, yeah, because who who's in the boxing monthly rankings aren't going to be in the WBO. Exactly, yeah. It's going to be a load of randoms. Um, maybe like a, a I can't say his name, Vains Matasari. I can't remember. I can't say his name. Yeah. Well, let's wait. Like you say, we need Someone to wait like him. after Canelo. They, uh, Chavez They'll leave it dormant for a while. Yeah, he's got a cut too, so he's yeah. got he's got to sort that out as well. Yeah. But he's not as bad as Liam Williams is, right. but he's got to recover and he'll take his time. And I, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think but, he'll get a bacon title shot. Yeah, but a good fight. And I yeah. hope they're the type of fights that we're going to be seeing. Really more good start for BT, BT Sport. Sponsors, really yeah. good. Start. You know, a little bit of controversy isn't always bad. No, absolutely. Sales, man. Sales. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to point out. Uh, actually, do you know what? We'll cover this bit in in the news bit. Let's let's do a little bit of roundup bits yeah. and pieces very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly, Burns in Dongo. Yeah. Um, almost. I I actually had it. I I gave Burns a round. So um, that was it. So, um, so there's not a huge amount to talk about. You know, Ricky Burns says he's, he wants to come again. 
that'll that'll wait to be seen. But I think Julius Ndongo is 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 someone that can just break out. Is exciting, man. Yeah. Yeah, like like the first round because I was doing a live tweeting. Yeah. He's come out and I was like. What is going on with his feet? <laughs> oh, I thought these, this is the worst set of feet I've ever seen in a world champion in my life. I couldn't. I was like, what's going on with no, this? No, I remember when you took and I disagreed with you. I thought, I thought, yeah, okay, they're not conventional. Yeah. But look, he's not fucking conventional. Look yeah. at the fucking look. He's like Mr. Tickle for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was. I think that was it. His yeah. naturally awkward style, along with him being a bit. You know, his first round, he's a bit cold. And, and he's southpaws. Just, are, uh, and he's southpaws yeah. and he's getting himself into it. He's going to look a bit all over the place. But once he settled down, it was like, oh, God, this guy's a bit good, isn't he? Mm. Um, he was really good. I think I think uh, with Ricky Burns, 140, 140 pounds is his ceiling. Mm-hmm. He's not really a 140 pounder. He came up against a really strong 140 pound fighter and he got beat Yeah, every, okay. every round, really. That's fair. But there's loads of fights for him. I think him and Crawler. I think him and Crawler is. I think that's next. Mm. I think that's next. Yeah. I think that does. I think that happens twice. I really? Think they, I think they fight. In I, hadn't even, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, I thought about it because Crawler was ringside. They're obviously building towards that. Yeah. You've got two lovely guys. They're both sell out of venue. They've both earned a retirement, you know, some retirement money. I yeah. think it happens in Glasgow and it happens in Manchester. Because they'll both good. be 12 round fights. Yeah, I'll go and spend, I'll go and put 400 quid VIP tickets in, that, in, in Anthony's pocket. Yeah. <laughs> you can come with me this time. Um, Scott Cardle lost yeah. the chance to win the British title outright to uh, Robbie Barrett. Yeah, um, he was good. Oh, big, big! I'm so pleased for Robbie Barrett. Yeah. I've, I've I've seen Robbie a couple of times, and and um, he's very unassuming. Yeah, and 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 a, and a really and a, a really nice bloke. I met him at um, I met him at one of the Joshua shows actually, um, and then you got Steffi uh, Steffi Ball who oh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, you could see how much it meant. Um, and I, I would say a fair play to Matchroom and, and to Eddie Hearn um, made a big point of saying how pleased they were um, for Robbie Barrett and yeah. uh, the Bulls team, uh, and, and 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 vice versa it was, which was which was nice. You know, we've seen yeah. we've seen sometimes not sour grapes, but yeah. the lack of acknowledgement of other of other yeah. teams. So that was um, so that was good. But what did you think? Of, I mean, Scott Carter very briefly. He's been poor. He, he's, he's been on a downward spiral. He I has. Think. He's been. He got he got lucky with Sean Dodd, didn't he? Oh, he lost both of me. Yeah, yeah. One of the fights I was I was outraged. Yeah. One of the fights I think the one that got scored a draw. Yeah, I was I was outraged mm-hmm. by that. Um, so he's been he's been living on borrowed time for a minute. I think yeah, I think I don't know. Obviously, I think because uh, obviously we both heard Joe Gallagher described as the most biased man you'll ever meet, mm-hmm. which is fine, which is absolutely fine, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but. Perhaps Scotty Cardle believed the hype maybe a bit, and like you said, he just seems to have since he won the British title, and he won the British title in good fashion. Yeah, um, he does seem to have just been clinging on to the title every single time, and yeah. does just seem a little bit. He doesn't seem to really want to push himself forward and get to that next level and prove that he's above British level. He would if he would have won it outright. He would would have been the first to win it outright in a long time. Not mm. a lot of fighters do it anymore, and it would have been really really good for him to do that. And then he could have moved on, but he just doesn't. I don't know if he doesn't have a desire, or maybe he's just not past British level. Or, uh, yeah, perhaps, yeah. probably. Um, I think he overlooked Robbie Barrett a little bit. Yeah. And I think he, he overlooked even even Dodd, even the second time. I think he thought, you know what, last time was just a fuck up. I'll be fine yeah. this time. I, I think that's what it looked like a little bit. Started late, started slow. Robbie Barrett could not miss with that straight left hand. Yeah. At all. No. I mean, it was it was it was almost comical at one point. Yeah. You know, but it was. 
And for someone with the movement, usually, that Scott Carlo has, not necessarily um, head movement, but he's got yeah. good he's got good feet. I remember against the stuff, but I think it's his old man who was sat on the ringside last time that kept doing the matador thing and shouting, way every time that Dodd yeah. would would um, would miss. Yeah. Uh, and... and you, 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 I just expected to see more of that, but he just seemed, I don't know, like in second or third gear and just couldn't yeah. get out of it then, it was too late. Maybe that's it. Maybe he enjoys himself making people miss, but I think his style doesn't lend itself to scoring points yeah. and winning and winning rounds. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably what's been happening to him in these fights. He's been make, doing a lot of making people miss and great movement, but he's just been, not been doing enough to really stamp his authority on fights and really stamp his authority on, on each individual round. Yeah. He'll come again, though. He'll probably win it again. He'll probably win the British title again. You yeah. know, if they have a rematch, you know, Carl will probably start a favourite, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, just because he is a really good fighter and people rave about him how he looks in the gym. People mm. say he looks world class in the gym, but it's how you do it under the lights. Yeah. You know. A final thing from that card, I think um, there was a rematch clause for Burns and Dogger, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, but uh, Matchroom do have a promotional option on yeah. Dogger, so hopefully. Um, here maybe I don't know. Yeah, he's got mandatory, hasn't he? And that's yeah. been uh, that's been announced today that they're going to enforce the mandatory against Luke Nets. Oh, okay. So that'll probably happen over here. They'll probably plonk it on perhaps a Ricky Burns on Ricky Burns Anthony Crawler undercard. Jesus Christ! Maybe they'll do that. And so imagine that you just beat Ricky Burns. You just he's <laughs> got his undercard. On his undercard <laughs> for fuck's sake, his retirement fight. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, and very quickly then, uh, just to, to wrap up news bit. So we've got um, Martin Marion and. Um, Rosado, that's this Saturday, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and that's got Rocky Fielding and John Ryder on. I love that. Which I'm not fussed about, Murray Rosado, but uh, Fielding and, and Ryder, I think, is a, is a good fight. That will be that will be fun. I, Ryder, I never know which, which John Ryder's going to yeah. turn up these days. You love John Ryder. I'm a, I, I'm a big... Only because he let me... Uh, I met him at... Um, what show was it? <laughs> what it was. I think it was the Joshua... What was the, the car that Joshua pulled out with a back injury? The same like Kevin Mitchell fought... Um, uh, at least Lee Selby uh, became uh, mandatory for uh, the Ooh. title. I can't remember who it was, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, I met him there, and he let me hold his belt and yes. uh, take a picture of it. Was it. Like a w, it was like a WBO <laughs> international piece of shit. Raging, wasn't it? Yeah, you were livid. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's when I went and got a picture purposely with Nick Cawley just to annoy <laughs> you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he's. I like John Ryder because um, again, he's just an honest pro. I like I like that type of thing, and he. Um, uh, and Rocky Fielding, we've we've not seen uh, since when was it Rocky Fielding's last fight? When he fight Rebras? I think he's fought. I think he's fought since then. Yeah, I can't remember. But I think there's two people at a, I say a crossroads. But yeah. you know what? It depends on what they're going to be able to go and do next. I think if John Ryder loses that, then that that might be it for him. Yeah. Um, he, you know, it was each fight for him. I think is is make or break. But uh, you know, I I I never liked Ryder. Uh, I celebrated wildly when Nick Blackwell stopped him. Why? Because you liked him, and so I wanted him to lose. But not like I don't like him like I like Crawler. <laughs> I don't matter. get annoyed. Like you when you celebrate liking him, therefore yeah. showed weakness. Therefore, I wanted him to lose. Well, it's not the same because when um, when you all celebrate when Linares is is <laughs> is flicking Crawler around like a cat with a, a mouse, yeah. that's when I get upset. Yeah, that's when I was like tweeting from the account and yeah. shout out to Crawler. At the <laughs> but uh, I, I don't see- get like that with Ryder. But with John Ryder, yeah, I never, I didn't like him. And uh, yeah, like I said, when Nick Blackwell stopped him, I was, yeah, I celebrated wildly. And it was, it, but I watched him fight Adam Etches mm. at uh, Kensington Olympia mm. on the Chris Eubank undercard. I 
Because the first time, I'd, I think it may be the first or second time I'd seen him in the flesh. And it is, it's just a different experience seeing somebody in the flesh for some reason. And he put on a clinic against Adam Etches. And I half fancied Etches. I just thought the size, yeah. Ryder's not really a super middleweight, what's going on here kind of thing. And he was, I thought he was excellent. I thought he was excellent that night. And I was like, do you know what? Fair play to you, you know? And uh, you could, it was clear that Ryder was the away fighter and that Etches had all the support there. He had the silly England band up, band up the top and Kelbrook was there. They were trying oh, to intimidate right, Ryder. Right. And so I was like, do you know what, Ryder? Fair play. He put, he did a, he had, you know, put on a clinic against Etches. And I thought, mm. So I'm really rooting for him against Rocky Fielding this weekend. I think he's going to beat him. I think he's fresher. I think that he may have found his groove. Yeah. As long as he, you know, as long as he stays humble and really pushes on from that win, I think he's may, may do another job. Stays humble. Yeah. No. Sorry. Speaking of well, let's let's yeah, get on yeah, to yeah, stays yeah. humble. Oh, very quickly, very quickly. George Groves has his world title yes, shot. Yes. Breaking news. Knocks. Come on, George. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. If if uh, it's the same day as FA Cup final, which I feel is very poor planning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, and so if uh, if Tottenham, we're Tottenham. I think fans, the thing way, is, so if Tottenham if Tottenham win on Saturday against Chelsea, then obviously not going to go. But if we're not, I will be there, and I will be there with my hashtag uh, Team Saint GG yeah. snap back on Hell proudly. Right. Fucking right, I'll be there with you. Absolutely. Good. Okay. We ain't got time to talk about that. We'll talk about that another time. Okay. Because we have got Anthony Joshua, Klitschko. Lot to be said. Lot of talk already. It's one of the... My mum was asking me about it the other day. Yeah. Uh, you know, so let's let's get on with it. Let's let's start with the um, with the betting, right? Because I like to think with, with fights like this, it's always... But it, it's influenced by, by money that goes on there, but it's also hugely by a casual side of things or, or yeah. perceived casual side of the market so Joshua's 2-5 to favourite with Klitschko at 2-1 to one. Mm-hmm. is that fair? Mm, yeah it's about yeah I can go with that I yeah. with, it's not it, I didn't look at it and figure that's a bit mad mm. because I didn't because you know it, it's not beyond the realms that Klitschko wins mm. but it didn't make me want to throw money at it either yeah. you know it's not like oh if Klitschko was like 4-1 to one, you'd think Yes, hundred pound. Hmm. You know, um, but you fucking big spender. <laughs> I'm not a gambler. Yeah. I'm not really a gambler. But... <laughs> I love the fact that in Dream World, it the one you stick a hundred quid. I'm, I'm not a gambler. Oh, shit, I used to do the two quid sheets. That would be my thing every week. Do the old football accumulators. Um, so, look, this this fight is, is sold ninety thousand yes. seats. There's no grudge. There's no beef. No. There's no. Frotch Groves too about it. This is purely off the back of Anthony Joshua, isn't it? Joshua's a star. Joshua's mainstream. Front of GQ magazine. Greatest mm-hmm. of all time, they called him. That guy's a star. He's they've Eddie Hearn, we've said this a hundred times, done a terrific job. Mm-hmm. With, especially with Anthony Joshua. He's done a great job with him. Uh, he's good at all, isn't he? Yeah. You know, it's like Tyson Fury said in that video oh, we were watching earlier. Brilliant. He's good looking, he's got a great body, he's probably well built in other places as well. <laughs> He's got it all, you know. He talks well. I've said it before. He reminds me of a friend of mine. He's he's so articulate. He says everything correctly. I'm not sure about articulate. I think he's. I think he's, he's very articulate. Really, I, I'm not sure he is. I, I think I think articulate is strong. I think he's. I think he knows how to talk about boxing mm-hmm. in a way that is friendly, mm-hmm. that is accessible, mm-hmm. and that relies a little bit on cliches and taglines. Yeah. But in a way that people who are into that type of thing mm-hmm. can get behind, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think he is 
He's not articulate like a. He's not George Groves articulate. No, he's very articulate. He's not like George. George will talk in. uh, He says things that he makes you think beneath. He makes you really dig deep. He's almost. It's like being a therapist chair listening to George talk. He's great. You can see he's been trained by Adam Booth all this time because Adam Booth's great as well. There's a reason Mm. they call him the Dark Lord because he's just great all that sort of thing. Yeah, you're right. He's not like. You know, uh, Bernard Hopkins, no. uh, uh, George Grove, someone like that that's really, really good at talking, really good at the mind games. But he, um, T always says he's media trained to fuck. And I think yeah. he is very media trained. He's, he's almost like an X Factor winner. He's he's mm. He's got the machine, isn't he? He's got the machine behind him. He's not the guy that's been busking at Hammersmith train station. He's, he's the guy that's got the machine. He's won the golden ticket and he's... T- taking it to the moon you know? but he's got you know he's got a past like like we all have and he's mm. got um you know he's 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 I'm sure he's his own man and in his own right and uh, you know i personally believe that there, there, there's going to come a time where he'll outgrow matchroom um i agree yeah. and you know, he'll be able to do whatever he wants if he wants to be on sky for his own promotional platform they were people won't be able to afford to say no you know we've got an exclusivity deal with matchroom that's not going to happen no you yeah. know if aj promotion suddenly crumbs up you know, he, I don't think he's stupid. Is what my point is. He's not. Um, I don't think he's adverse to knowing what business decisions to make that also go along with his career. But um, yeah, I mean, there's ninety thousand. Eddie Hearn called this the biggest fight in British boxing history. Thoughts on that comment? It's not even bigger than Lewis Tyson. But was that? It's big. It's 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 the biggest fight in British boxing history. Like Mayweather Pacquiao is the biggest biggest fight in boxing history. It will do shit loads of money. Loads of people will watch it. Um, it will sell. A ton I think of he's tickets. going on the fact that there's going to be ninety thousand people yeah, in yeah, one yeah. place. It's yeah, it is in that regard. It is in that regard. It's the way you look at it. Um, it's a it's a huge fight. It's gonna do. It's gonna sell out Wembley Stadium. That's never happened before. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so is that right? That there's never been ninety thousand in Wembley for Not anything. For a boxing fight. No, but I, I think they were saying that this has sold out anything that has been done at Wembley. Really? I'm not sure if that's right. I'm not sure if that's okay, right. Okay, but yeah, we should have asked before I ch- asked you that. Yeah. <laughs> saying, saying that, though, the thing is, I'm probably thinking about this far too deep. You've got the whole pitch for seating and you've got that. What other events can you do that? Concert of some type, but even that takes up half the pitch. Yeah, that takes, if you put it at one side, half the people... In I the mean, we're talking that. about the semantics now. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's probably right. It yeah, probably is right. Yeah. He's saying it, there's got to be some element of truth to it. Has it... It has passed me the build up and the, the sell. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I do feel like it's passed me by. Unless it's going to go mental this week. Yeah. I mean, the gloves are off as a non-event. I mean, I I know I've you don't tend it. to watch that type yeah. of thing anyway, but I, I even I haven't watched um, this one because I'm like, well, why? What are they going to say? Exactly. Um, I think the build up, the fact that there's no beef and the rest, I think the build up has passed me by. It's not like there's going to be a huge partisan crowd at the weigh-in and that type of stuff. Yeah. So. It'd be interesting. I'm sure the buys will be huge. It's 20 quid yeah. for the pay-per-view. I think I'm right in saying is yeah. it rather than the 16 or whatever. Yeah. So I'm sure the buys will be mental yes. uh, and huge because just because of they'll attach Josh to the star. football and that, He's a yeah. star. That guy, he's money. He's a star, yeah. It, the, the buys are going to be huge. In the it, run-up, all the newspapers will have it, all the radio shows yeah. will be talking about it. It's going to go mainstream. It's, it's going to oh, be, like, it's gonna be it? like Hey Belly on steroids. You know, It's yeah. going to be huge. They're really going to push it. It's so Before we get on to how we think the fight's going to go, yeah. in terms of... Um, in terms of, 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 of Klitschko... Yeah. So he, you know, he has the same way of approaching each fight in terms of the media 
side of things of, of how he goes about things. Did you expect him to maybe turn it on a little bit more, suddenly become a bit nasty or suddenly become a bit... It's not his nature. No? It? It's not him to be that way. That's not... it. I thought it might be of this. I, suppose I thought he might fury. try and play a little bit of... Ca- yeah, like a bit like the Fury fight where he was obviously annoyed. He swore, didn't he? Yeah. You know, he swore, and that's not like him at all. He was really rattled then. Um, no, I don't, because he's not annoyed. He's mm. not really rattled. I think with Fury for the rematch, he was genuinely rattled because Fury beat him. He beat him in his hometown, if you like. Uh, and he continued to... Fury continued to be Fury, even building up to the rematch, you Mm. know. And he hates that. And Joshua is everything he likes. He's a gentleman. He's an athlete. He's in shape. He's a champion in the truest truest sense of the word, whereas he doesn't see Fury as that. He almost sees Fury as beneath him. Uh, And I think Joshua, he sees him as almost, not maybe not the heir, but Padawan, you know, Mm. to use a Star Wars Wars term. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I won't, I won't go into it then. Nerds. Um, <laughs> uh, nerds. Star Wars nerds on a box. I'm not even that it. big into Star Wars, but a pad one is like... A, What's that lightsaber doing over there? Uh, there's like, it's like the Jedi. It's Don't explain it to me. It's like my underling. Okay, fine. That'll do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Yeah, he, he looks at Joshua like that, his underling, and he just thinks, okay, I respect you. You're a champion. And he doesn't need to get riled up. Although I did listen to the BBC podcast the other day. I've started listening to that a little bit. It was, it's Steve Bunk and Mike Costello. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I don't normally listen to other podcasts. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I thought I'd listen to it because they had Vlad on it. Yeah. And, and Steve, and he did sound a little bit edgy. A little bit edgy. Because I just think, I think uh, Costello's line of questioning was probably pissing him off a little bit. Mm. But also, he, he does seem really up for this. Without wow. being out of character. Okay, so, who wins? All along, I've had a feeling about Vlad. Really? I've got oh my feeling. god! Imagine. I, 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 I get. I think people criticise um, some some people who are maybe more into boxing than others about oh, you know, just hating on Joshua just yeah, for the sake yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but there is a huge part of me that goes, imagine the 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 faces in that if he gets beat. That uh, that is just funny. The air is... would be sucked out of the ninety thousand people in that. Yeah, state. it would be hilarious. Yeah. Um, I really try not to get. Cause I know what you're saying. It would be funny, and I don't want to make my pick on it being funny. Yeah, and I'm not fussed at who wins. I want to. I want to. I want to see yeah. whoever deserves to win yeah. goes and wins. That's fine. But I wouldn't yeah. be stunned if Joshua gets him out of there in three rounds. That would not be stunning really? to me. It wouldn't be. No, because Vlad. Vlad we spoke about this a couple of pods ago. He, He's shown in his last couple of fights, he struggles to let his hands go. And that's the first thing that goes with a fighter. He can't let his hands go anymore. So if if he's tentative against Joshua, Joshua's going to get him out of there. If he thinks... I, I don't think he's experienced, you know, with the whole you know jab and hold type thing, but he might think that himself and make sure that those first two, three mm. rounds are as dull as fucking Joshua. Again, if he can't pull the trigger, yeah. if that little thing at the back of his head is saying... He's, you're gonna get hit back. Don't, don't, don't jab. Don't jab. Mm. I'm gonna get hit back. Josh was yeah. just gonna fucking walk through him. That I would not be stunned if he walked through him in three rounds. That would not be a shock to me. Yeah. It'd be disappointing to see a, a great champion like Vlad. As much you know, as much whatever you think about him, he's kind of dying down a crappy era of heavyweights. As is Joshua. To be fair, it's a mm. crappy division. Um, I'll be gutted if he gets him out of there. Yeah, rounds. because. Fuck, fuck Vlad and, and yeah. all the rest of it. Just 
I want to. Uh, what we all want is yeah. Joshua tested. Yes. Joshua taken to tenth, eleventh round, yeah. where he needs buzzed. he needs to make Not it, and he's been buzzed a couple. Yeah. yeah that's what we yeah. all want. Yeah. Uh, and I dare say the people that are going to watch Joshua and where it, where the intrigue has come from because there is no beef and rest of it. Whereas, oh, this is a real fucking test now. This is a test for Joshua now. I can see. I, I want to see what happens because everyone's telling me that this clitch, you know, for the people that are not, that this clitch show is the best there has ever been for the last mm. ten years. Mm. And now Joshua can go. I, I obviously look if if he gets him out of there, and knocks him out in two three rounds, the, the place will go nuts. But I also think there's a there's an element where a lot of the intrigue has come from and where the selling bit has come from. But they've sold the fact that this is Joshua's test. Yeah. Is it is the height? I mean, even Sky on their thing is. You know, is the potential real? Is the hype real? You yeah. know, that's the angle they've gone with. So, yeah, I mean, I. So you 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 think Vlad? You've got a feeling. I've got. I've had a feeling about. I don't know. I've got a feeling about Vlad because, and I've said this. Uh, Vlad has seen everything. He's seen it all. There's nothing he hasn't seen before, and he, he says he's obsessed. And I think he. I think there is a part of him that's looked at Joshua. He's looked at the Dominic Brazil fight. He's looked at the Dillian White fight, and he's thought. You come forward in straight lines. Mm. You don't move your head. I throw a straight right hand. I've got feet over fifty knockouts. I'm getting you out of there, kind of thing. And I think Vlad, I think Vlad's gonna get him out of there. Really? In eightish. Oh. Eightish. You just made my cock tingle. <laughs> I think Vlad's uh, gonna get him out of there. I I can't decide. I can't decide. I think um, because it's, you're going on the unknown. Because yeah. of the fact that. If, Klitschko's been out of the ring for so long. He'll be 41. Can he do anything different? Can Joshua do anything different? Because everyone's talking about, oh, you know, he got Rob McCracken there now. Don't think for one minute that Rob McCracken has not been training him the whole time. Training ridiculous. They don't. Exactly. Um, so, I think you're right. I think the issue will be Joshua coming forward in straight lines. Very tracky. Yeah. Um, but I think it might come down to hand to pulling the trigger and pulling the trigger quicker. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go that Joshua stops him late. I think there'll be a flurry late on, yeah. and I think with the way Joshua and, and depending on, do we? We won't know who the ref is, do we? No, I don't know. Do you know what? I I think I think if Joshua's gonna get him out of there, I think it's gonna be early. I don't think he's gonna get him out of there late. I think mm. the longer it goes, it becomes Vlad's fight. Uh, yeah, I could do, but then I also think it depends on the pace. Yeah, but Josh, I think Joshua will be able to set a pace if he wants to. It's, it's fucking what Vlad to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, you know, it's yeah, it's it's. Look, I don't care as long as yeah. jo- as long as Joshua is tested. Just if he Vlad. loses, it's not the end of the world. No, not at all. It's not the end of the world. And I, and I think I think I think I will like him more if he loses. Say, there's a rematch clause. Yes, I think it's important to mention. Which um, will probably be in Germany though. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Vlad's not coming over here for free. No, of course. He's not coming over. He's a star on his own. He can fight anyone and sell out at Wembley Size Stadium. That guy's money as well. Can we just say very quickly? We'll, we'll, we'll just touch on this briefly because it's not massively interesting, but I think it's a point. With all the money that this thing has created, the undercard is utter gash. They're doing a moment of a Pacquiao. They're just thinking main event, main event, main event, cheap undercard, maximise revenue. I just yeah, and, and I don't. I was going to say I don't blame. They I don't, don't blame them for it, but I just think I don't know. I did expect a little bit better. I thought they would. Yeah. I thought they would too. The I Groves, Fresh Groves undercard yes. was all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fresh yeah. Uh, Groves undercard the uh, two, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scott Quigg was on it, wasn't he? And uh, oh, yeah, Jamie McDonald. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, James DeGale against um, 
Paraban. Paraban, yeah. You know, so it was, it was, it was and Joshua was on it And too. Joshua was on there, yeah. Sat next to Denise Lewis, so Joshua was right. Even then, right, we got in there at half five. She had a piece um, of ass. Oh, she's a gorgeous, beautiful lady. Um, we got in there at like half five, you know, watched everything. Joshua yeah. was on at like half six. Yeah. The place was like half four when Joshua, uh, you know, ringside and, and, and you know, floor seats. Yeah. The place was like four when Joshua was there, even then, really. Yeah. You know, and even these celebrities, like, oh, just come here, Jimmy. To watch Joshua, and she went back up in hospitality and came back down for Froch, Froch Groves. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's crazy, but um, yeah, I did expect it to be a little bit better. I mean, what we got, yeah. what have we been confirmed? We've had uh, so we've got Luke Campbell, um, oh, Luke Campbell against Dallas Perez. I mean, I mean that might end up turning into actually a quite a, a half decent fight. But Scott Quigg coming back against God, uh, I was going to say God knows who, but we do know it's that Varel Simon, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, and there's a couple of Olympians and stuff in there, and yeah. uh, Katie, um, Katie, Taylor. 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 <laughs> Um, oh, fuck it, just chuck Diane Abbott on there. Just fucking, <laughs> this, do you know what? That's a Wembley Stadium fight on this own. Diane Abbott, Katie Hopkins. Let's have it. Yeah. Let's just have it. So, fuck the undercard. So, yeah, that's just a point I thought was, um, was was made. So, okay, so Vlad wins. Yeah. Retires? No. Don't think so? No, no, no. It depends, doesn't it? it? I think if he wins. I think he's put demons to bed if he wins. I think he wins it. and he rematches him, and then in Germany, he'll go to beat him again. Oh uh, yeah, they've got okay. rematch clause. If it's a competitive fight, they want the rematch. It's huge money. He's already got. He'd That's more for Joshua's benefit than Vlad's, though, surely. <laughs> the rematch clause. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I just think. Well, like I say, the, it, yeah, would they be able to go and do ninety thousand in Germany? And you know, in terms of money, if you, that's what Vlad would be looking at, because it's a stadium money. in Germany. Yeah. He's he's a star in Germany. He's on yeah. RTL, which is. You know, other than soft porn, it's it's you know okay, it's, fair enough. it's a big channel. Yeah, you're right. You know, yeah. I, I think uh, he's a star over there. Yeah. You know. Um. So so if he wins a rematch, or I think retire. a rematch. Yeah, I think a rematch. What else is there for him? Well, Wilder's going to be ringside. He's actually going to be working for Sky. I yeah. Believe, he could be. I've never heard him commentate because on the PBC they like to get yeah. the fighters to do the commentary sometimes. I do like listening to Wilder talk. He doesn't. He does entertain me. Yeah. And he does. He does amuse me. If, if, if yeah, even if his finishing is worse than mine. Yeah. But yeah, 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 <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I, I, for me, I, th- I think if I think I think he retires either way. Like, yeah. Personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you say, put the demons to bed and yeah. can just go and do whatever. And then Joshua is obviously wilder. Yeah, it's got to be wilder. The thing is with uh, with Joshua, Al Heyman didn't sell Charles Martin to him for free. He's, you know, they've got who, by the way, is about to take a fight in some casino and yeah, backwater somewhere. Guy that's ten and twenty. Walks <laughs> <laughs> things like a god. Yeah. Um, yeah, you deserve that IBF belt, AJ. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was terrible, wasn't it? Do you know what? A friend of mine reminded me today the prior prior to that fight. How we was all except for you, yes. And I Don't said you that fucking to him. Dead. All of us, except for you, were like, "Oh, you know," because none of us had a clue about Martin. I'd watched a couple of bits of him on in some bingo halls and shit, but none of us had a clue. So he was like, "Oh, you never know. He's a southpaw. Range yourself and might take him right rounds." And you, you sort of went, "Oh, fuck off!" And then knock him round in one yeah. round one. And it, you can overthink things sometimes, and yeah. that was absolutely one of those. Um, yeah, Charles Martin. What a shame. What a shame. What. A yeah. Worst champion of all time. So, what was your point you were making? I totally forgot. <laughs> Completely forgot. So, we say that Joshua wins, and it'd be wilder. It'd be wilder. Yeah. yeah, sorry, that's what I was talking about. He's got a deal with Showtime, so he's got a TV deal with Showtime. Joshua, which was that's obviously a part of the Charles Martin deal. They've sold the belt to Joshua, 
Al Heyman's has a toe in the yeah. Anthony Joshua pool, if you like. He's got to deal with Showtime. Eventually, he's going to America. And what you said about him eventually leaving Hearn, I think that's what the Showtime deal is about, for him to eventually leave Hearn and crack America. Well, he's also talked about this kind of world tour, hasn't he? Yeah. About fighting in Africa and, and, and bits and pieces like that. Yeah. I mean... Um, so you've got Wilder, so you know, so then they'll have IBF, WBA, and the um, say beats Wilder, which I think I think is relatively elementary. Yeah. Um, WBC, yeah, and then it'll be Huey, Parker or maybe, Huey Fury, maybe Huey Fury. To oh, my avenge, God. oh my God! Yeah, because if Tyson doesn't come back, which I I just look him less and less like I think he'll come back at like thirty-five or something. His interview with Steve Lillis um, for Box Nation the other day was. Actually, quite sad. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but it was. He was just being asked the, the normal questions, you know, asking about Huey, um, his fight with Joseph Parker, and and you know, is he gonna, are you going to come back? And you know, I mean, he was huge, and and he was saying, and you could tell he was he was saying, yeah, yeah, you know, we're going to come back at some stage, and you know, trying to be his jokey self. And from, you know, I, I don't know whether this counts or anything, but from someone from that has suffered, that you know, that yeah, has been yeah, through yeah. depression and stuff, um, uh, like I have. I could. I was looking at him, and you can almost see that his eyes are just glazed. And behind that, he's just he's just nothing there. Yeah. And uh, and it's re- it was really sad to see. It was literally just a two three minute interview. But something re- struck me about it, looking at him and looking at the way he was talking and everything else. That yeah. was really sad. It's a shame. But like I said, hopefully Huey can um, can could could do something against Joseph Parker, yeah. and maybe maybe Huey Fury fights Joshua. In, in, yeah, in yeah, that would be great. That would be great to have Huey Fury. Do you think he can beat Parker very quickly? No, I don't, no, I don't think so. I, I, that, he looks ordinary to me, Huey. But this is the Huey Fury that we're about to see with his always health problems behind yeah, him training in LA. Yeah, that's you know, true. Warm weather training. He's actually been able to go out and do things like that, swimming and stuff like that. He's Peter's not been able got to a do. pass to go to New Zealand, hasn't he? Because yes. there, was, there was some talk that he wouldn't be able to go, but I think New Zealand have kind of move some things around for him and he's going to be able to go to New Zealand to be in his corner so that's great he's been yeah. given every opportunity and I think in a world title fight you need everything to, especially away from home he's going to need everything to go his way yeah. I really hope it does because it'd be great to have another world champion you know another, especially a heavyweight and for Huey to, to go and take the fight with Joshua and you've got a domestic heavyweight you know fight for for all the belts that would be yeah pretty much yeah. If, yeah if if like you know if the, if the, yeah, if the sequence of events in the right place, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I think yeah absolutely I mean so this look to, to, to start wrapping up it's so this fight is gonna it's gonna it's gonna break the fourth wall you know it's gonna cross it's gonna cross over so how, how does that make I want to talk how does that make you feel when it's like this when it's so big like this can you do you get ex- just excited about the fact that it's you know that your mum's talking about it or mm. you know everyone's done a fight or does it does it wrangle you or is this what boxing needs you know, I think boxing, boxing needs that yeah. I think it's great that the, the it's, that it becomes mainstream and that people are talking about it um, I'm very good at just completely shutting off yeah. from the outside noise um, almost to my detriment in a sense I haven't seen uh, what's it called um the gloves are off. Yeah, yeah. I don't really watch the IFL stuff. It's it's not because I'm being a snob and I don't want to mm. watch it. It's just I've seen so much build up to so many fights over yeah. the years. You're not showing me anything new, and I think the IFL stuff with it is distasteful. And you know, but I like what they do. I do. Mm. I genuinely do. It's you've got to keep moving the game forward. It can't yeah. be people sitting there with their pens and pads forever. But do you, you think know? it's because I think uh, over time, you know, because I'm still, you know, in terms of my yeah. boxing knowledge, you know, in terms of coming from. A kind of super six sort of yeah. sort of period and into it really for me yeah. um, where really becoming um, 
heavy super into it. yeah so I, I kind of see that's that's as the turn started as yeah. when the turn started to really go for, for I think in this country and like Sky and all the rest yeah. of it um I've seen a bit, so I, I don't, I don't mind. I think it's quite it's, it's nice that more people want to talk about boxing. I love talking yeah, about yeah, boxing. Yeah, yeah, I can do it all day. Yeah, and so, so, I, so I think that's 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 great. And I, you know, I know people who are going to Wembley who've never been to boxing before. Yeah. Who you know, it's it's a night out, and that's and that is what um, Eddie has, has turned, particularly matchroom yeah. uh, shows. It is a night out. You know, I went, you know, the VIP stuff at, for for Crawler, yeah. and I've done, I've done a. I did another one for, like I said, the one that Joshua pulled out with back injury that pulled out of the O2. That mm. one was 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 playing, and it is, you know, it, it's good fun. You're very close to the action. It is worth it. I know people to the ticket homes. prices and stuff, but you know, look, we pay two hundred and fifty quid for those Crawler VIP tickets, um, and and that was great. You know, you go in a bar, open bar, drink that, you sit, you're close to the rim. I sat next to Ricky Hatton for you know pretty much the whole of the fight, yeah. just chatting away. You got Michael Carrick waving in front of you, and I sat next to one. Um, Linares manager, um, Scott. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, or what was his manager? Was ever from? Uh, oh shit! What's his name? Fuck's sake! Bought me shots. Don't know. Uh, you know, guy, grey beard. Uh, oh no, fuck it! I'll remember later. It's still too late. It's tired. Yeah. It's late. People should know, but we're recording this at like ten o'clock at night. Fuck! It is later. Though, I realise. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, so um, it's, 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 a, it's a good night. So yeah, I've got people. I know people go into the Joshua Fight. They've never been to boxing before. Yeah. Um, and and they're gonna have a you know they'll have a really good time and it, yeah. it's uh you know let's let's just hope that Joshua's on his on his back and yeah. <laughs> flattened and they're crying. Yeah, that's I don't it. Mean, no, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, a silent Wembley Stadium, you know, will be would be great. No, I I want to see a good fight. I want to see a competitive yeah. fight. I don't want to see Joshua walk through in three no. rounds. I don't want to see Vlad smash him out in three rounds. But you know, I I want to see a competitive fight. I want to see Joshua tested, buzzed, maybe even dropped. If he gets up to win, great. He's made his name. He's made his name against a legendary champion. You know, I just want to see a great fight with a proper result. No yeah. controversy, no bollocks. Yeah. Let's just have a proper fight and have both of them be the gentlemen afterwards, which we know they're both. Yeah. It's um, look, regardless of your feelings either way, it's something. It's something to get genuinely excited about. And it's a position that boxing is in to attract a crowd of ninety thousand people at a national stadium with a British, um, a British British prospect about to, um, to take the next step. In, in something that can can only help with with British boxing and with British sport, you know, love him or hate him, you know, it's the future. Uh, yeah, with absolutely. with uh, it looks like with um, particularly with, with British heavyweight and heavyweight is what brings in the crowd. So yeah. uh, so good luck to him. Right, well, it's fucking late. Now. I'm I'm done bored of this. I'm gonna go home, <laughs> yeah, gonna go home now. Yeah, right. So um, thanks again for listening. Follow follow the Twitter account at below the belt underscore the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash B to B pod. Got the fantasy league. What are we doing this? Uh, what's the next one? We'll do this weekend. We'll do uh, Portoberto and we'll do Murray Rosado. Then next week, obviously, we'll do Joshua. Okay, so we haven't really talked about Sean Porter and Andre Burr. We're not going to because yeah. it's yeah. You know, I think it'd be a good fight. It's something that'd be relatively entertaining, but it's not a huge amount to talk about. We'll no. save that for next time. Um, but yeah, so get your predictions in for that. It's getting tight. It's getting tight. It's tight. It's, I was uh, top of the league for a week, but not anymore. Yeah, we'll so it's um, tight up there. It's tight. Uh, it's there's 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 stuff to be decided. Yeah. Um, uh, anything else? Yeah, yeah, no, no, we're good. We're good. Oh yeah, well, follow. I'm at Alex from Bristol. If you want to follow me on Twitter, Cal, you are. I am at BC the Grand Slam, and we will see you next time. Thank you. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.